Do you know what the difference between a DSO and a DEO is? Well, neither did I. But in this episode of the Dental Elements podcast, you will learn the difference and also hear how AI could lead to potential job losses in the dental industry. Wow. So my name is Ken Kaufman. And uh, the reason why I'm here on this show is because I've been in dental finance in some form or fashion since 2006. And over the years have uh, learned some different tips and tricks and things that can be done to help all of us run our dental businesses better. My first foray into dentistry was a set of mobile clinics with some brick and mortar clinics uh, that I helped get financing and, you know, do some things like that. And then I was part of the Nomad, the Rebex uh, Nomad handheld x-ray device business, helped build that and ultimately was part of selling that to what was known as Danaher Group, which has all been rebranded into the Kibo Kerr Group. So I was the CFO president of that business. And then I was the CFO of Community Dental Partners. And now I'm the CFO at Nuvia uh, Dental Implant Centers. And so I've been in the industry for close to 20 years, focusing on finance. My undergrad was in business and finance. My MBA was in finance and entrepreneurship. And, and so all things about that. And I wrote a book because I figured I've got all of this information and I have more and more people, you know, coming to me and asking questions. And so I figured it was time to put it down in a book so that it could just be out there and everyone could avail themselves of the information. Right. And it sounds like you have so much information. It's like, get it all down. <laughs> that way you don't have to repeat yourself either all the time. Right. <laughs> so that's just a little bit of stuff. I mean, you've been in the industry for a little while. You have some history there. And the Nomad, that's quite an accomplishment. That's some really good innovation. That is amazing. And a game yeah. changer for sure. Yeah. 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 So tell us, what are you up to these days? What's going on now? What's next for um, dentistry? What's next for dentistry in general? Yeah. I think we've got some really great things on the horizon coming, but I think AI is going to be very disruptive. Um, I think in the next 12 months, we're going to see specific knowledge worker jobs um, start to uh, start to be replaced with some of these things. We're not there yet. It's still going to take a while. There's a lot of inaccuracy. AI can do a lot, but it still seems to lack in terms of getting true sources and being completely factual in what it's able to do and what it's able to generate. But it's just going to get smarter as we as humans lead it to go there. And then obviously diagnosis, x-rays, there's a lot of different pieces of the puzzle. I think keeping up with AI is going to, hopefully it improves dentistry. Yeah, they get attitudes too. I have this little guy, I have to unplug them because and they get a personality and then they argue with you and they get <laughs> attitudes. So I find myself unplugging them a lot. So what do you think positions or tasks will be replaced with the AI? Are you talking about clinical tasks? Like definitely some administrative tasks, computer stuff that's kind of been going on for a while, but how will this help or hurt us clinically? Do you think? With oh, AI? Um, I hope that it helps us. I, I mean, ultimately if we can do a better job taking care of patients and do it quicker, do it with less pain, uh, do it in less invasive, you know, ways, albeit some some of those things can't be avoided in order for the treatment just, you know, to get done. 
Um, but that that would be a big win um, for dentistry in general. Um, as a whole, dentistry's had a hard time even branding itself because if you stop and think about it, right? The underlying premise is, is that we're going to drill on somebody's bone while they're awake. Yes. There, I actually a, went to the dentist yesterday. I had a little tiny feeling because I'm proactive. Okay. I separate myself because the business of dentistry, but in dentistry, being a dental professional, hygienist, mm-hmm. I had to go to the dentist. I'm like, oh, how can I get out of it? How can I get out of it? I just, oh, I want, how can I cancel my appointment? I can't, I can't. It's too soon. It's too soon. And this is me, somebody that knows better. I mean, of course, I went. And so I thought about the patients and how they must feel. And I get in there and I grab the chair. You know, I knew it was going to happen. It was going to be fine. But it is. Mm-hmm. You think of going to the dentist. And- yeah. So hopefully there's a lot there. And then the other part that would be interesting is if over time, and I by no means have the solution to this, and I'm definitely not a clinician that would be able to opine on exactly how all these things could work. But it seems like to the degree there could become more consistency throughout the profession. I think that would actually help patients have more confidence. It just still seems that a patient can go from one dentist to another and another and get three completely different treatment plans presented. Again, I'm not a clinician, and so I don't begin to even try to assume that I would know how to do that or how those things could come together. But it would be awesome if AI could benefit in that way and help us progress the industry more toward that. Yeah, for sure. Even plugging in the numbers for when you're doing perio charting, besides helping you plug them in, but it could also maybe do the math and the equations. And I know some software can do that, but even more detail than and consistency. I like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's right. In terms of the other parts of the future, I really would like to see the industry become more financially savvy. Again, that was part of the reason why I wrote the book, which is called DEO's Financial Secrets to Grow Dental Organizations. And the hope there was an organization could be you're a solo practitioner in your own practice, or you want to you know, build and grow into more practices or even become a formal DSO. But I, I think that there's a great opportunity for dentistry at large to benefit from what's out there available in the finance world to help us run our businesses better and help us be more successful all the way across the board, not just making a profitable business, but being able to do more and take better care of patients, take better care of our team members and all the clinicians that are involved all the way to the business growing and thriving as well. Everybody's happier, healthier and safer. Yeah, that's right. And so Cindy, I want to give you a little insight into the book. So when I told my family that I was going to do this, my oldest daughter kind of yawned and said, that sounds boring because I was going to write a book about dental finance. And we ended up teaming up to write the book. And what she did was she did some great research and I kind of helped her with some elements, but she created a fictional character named Julia, who is a dentist. And we follow her journey throughout trying to overcome challenges of she's got five dental practices and she's starting to have some significant financial challenges. And it's kind of getting sort of over her head, so to speak, in terms of what she can understand and what she knows. And so what happens is you watch Julia's journey go through. And then I weave in these finance concepts that help 
her overcome these challenges and problems that she's having as she's trying to run five dental practices and figure out how to grow even beyond that. And so it's this fun narrative that ties in very tangible tools that can be implemented to help overcome the challenges. And uh, so far, it's it's been received, I think, fairly well. I've had a lot of dentists reach out and say, how did you get in my head and figure out what I was thinking? Um, I love that. I read a book about money and it can be dry and it's, you know, it's hard to like focus and highlight everything. So with the story, it makes it so much better and you put yourself in their shoes. And I love it. I love that you did it that way. And so it's called DEO Financial. DEO's Financial Secrets. Financial Secrets. Oh. Grow dental organizations. To grow dental organizations. And there's one other piece. So as we go through the book, the goal was to identify what we call the nine required clarity tools um, to grow a, you know, a, a dental organization and all these financial secrets that are embedded in all of that. And as such... Preparing for the book, what we did is, so anybody who picks up the book, there's a QR code, and that takes you to a page where there are over 25 assets that can be downloaded, spreadsheets and models and different uh, financial things that either, you know, the dentist can use. And actually, my hope with the book was, is that dentists would have interest enough to read it, to understand how it works but then they would hand the book to whoever their finance person is to, you know, take and run with and develop out the tools and help drive the clarity inside the business. Yeah, that's fantastic. So tell us a little bit more about a DEO and what does that mean and what does that stand for? Oh yeah. The DEO is a group that stands for dentist entrepreneur organization, and it's for dentists who are seeking to grow and to thrive. And when I say that, sometimes people will say, well, I'm just happy with my one practice. Why would I need to grow? Well, in today's day and age, AI and everything else included, we all need to be on a constant pattern of growth. And so um, the uh, DEO offers membership programs that allow dentists to join. And there's all sorts of assets and tools and mastermind groups and things that help dentists learn to grow and thrive. Uh, and so it could be from, hey, I need to put a process together for my front desk, or I need to put a process together for this, or you know those kinds of things to, hey, I'm thinking about building my second practice, or I have two and now I'm going to go to number three. And then there are some groups that have dozens. I, I think there are a few groups that have over a hundred dental practices actually that they are supporting from a DSO perspective. And so it brings together kind of the all of these great minds and gives great opportunities. And the DEO every year does their annual growth summit, which is coming up in June, June 8th through 10th in San Diego. It's a great event. And Cindy, I don't have it right with me, but I can get you a discount code for your listeners if anybody would like to go. But it's an industry-wide event. Anybody can attend. And the speakers are going to be phenomenal this year. Great content for anybody that's just looking to grow. And again, I have to put air quotes around that because it's not, if you just want to have your one practice and be a solo practitioner and do your thing, great. There's nothing wrong with that. But there are ways still you can grow your mindset. Well, and if you're not growing, you're dying, right? Yeah. No matter what. Anything. See yeah. more patients and deliver more treatment and all of those kind of things. Okay. That's fantastic. Plus San Diego in June. It's nice. Uh, some sunshine. It's never bad weather there. Exactly. Just for everybody in the dental profession. 
Yeah. Well, it's not only for dentists. Great. That's right. So yeah. A lot of dentists are bringing team members to come okay. and attend and their teams. Yeah. What kind of courses are going to be there? What kind of topics? That, I'll put the flyer in or the information in the, the yeah, notes yeah. as well. One of the speakers I'm the most excited about is the dentist. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's by far TikTok. He's got millions and millions of subscribers. He is an orthodontist who also is a brilliant marketer, especially from a social media perspective. And he's going to be sharing all the things that he's done and the tools and tips and tricks to get your online presence out there and to ultimately even start to monetize it. And monetize could mean two things here, right? One is it helps drive patients to your existing practice. And then the second way is, is, you know, actually have a YouTube channel that pays you um, other assets like that out there in the marketplace. And so just him alone is worth the ticket price because he's going to open and expand our minds. I've heard him share just a few things. (laughs) Anyways, so um, he'll be there. So a lot of things around dental marketing, because that's always a big hot topic. There will be some finance things that I'll be involved with, with all of that, a finance presentation, there'll be some breakout sessions and then, you know, Anything and everything, it's going to be there. All the things. And that's great about the, you said dentist with a B? Yeah. So he's a dentist and his name is Ben. Okay. So so his online profile is he's the dentist. And I think when we're talking about having dentistry, have a better reputation with people, even myself, making it fun. You know, of course it's not fun, but bringing the fun into it. So I think that helps too with the marketing, the way we market. And so it's not so serious. That's right. It all comes about attraction marketing, right? You ultimately are showing something that becomes so compelling that people are attracted to it. And so to have an orthodontist who's willing to be a little silly sometimes, because he does, he does some funny things. And then he also does some riffs where he will sort of hit the industry and say, hey, here's something I don't like about dentistry. And this is frustrating. And I want to change this. And in my practice, I've changed this. Anyways, not to say that, you know, he's the only voice out there, but he's millions and millions of viewers, millions and millions of subscribers. You said he's worth it just alone to go there to watch him. And then there's even more and more and more. Oh, there's, uh, yeah, there's and speakers and stuff. Two yeah. days full of content. And you know, I think he'll have the main stage for an hour of it. So... Great. So with the DEO, what's the difference between a DEO and a DSO? I know people are going to be wondering that. Oh, yeah. Great question. So the DEO is an organization that dentists can join and be members of to help them learn how to grow. They pay a membership fee to be part of it. And it's a community and everybody helps each other and those sorts of things. But it's very much everybody's sort of got their own business besides this. They're joining to help figure out how do they grow their dental business in some way. A DSO, standing for Dental Support Organization, that references any dental group that is growing and expanding beyond just that one office or that two offices. And they're starting to become more associate dependent than owner doctor dependent. Although there are some DSOs that have, I think, stuck with an ownership model, but the thought process is that DSO is starting to provide or has expanded to provide non-clinical services to support 
those associates and doctors and hygienists and assistants and everybody that's in their day-to-day working with the patients. And it could be something as simple as, hey, we've just centralized doing your accounting and the HR functions, or perhaps at some point a call center is developed or, you know, there's some joint marketing resources put together to support a group of practices. Great. And so do you have teams across the United States or is it virtual? How does that work with the membership or? Oh, yes. Actually, it's international. There are people in other countries that have joined and and been a part of various elements of it, but it is primarily in the United States. There are some Canada and, like I said, some other countries. And most everything is done via online. So, you know, Zoom calls and mastermind groups that are done on Zoom and those sorts of things. And then there are five events per year. One of them is this growth summit that the DEO does, and it's industry-wide. Anybody can go. The other four are exclusive just to the members. And those are on-site, Chicago. I'm flying out tomorrow to Denver for the one that's happening in April. So, Okay, great. So I like that. So you still could get the support. Like you said, if you're happy with your one practice and you want to grow, you can get the support. You don't have to branch out and buy all these other offices or you don't have to get too big you can do what's comfortable for you with the support because we all need support we all need coaches we all need help and i can you know sort of even give a little more color to that when i say that dentists are really smart people they obviously had to be smart to go through school and get into dental school and then some even go to residency and specialize and all those sorts of things along the way they probably didn't have a lot of time to take business classes and to learn about marketing and to learn about, you know, all of these other things that if you know about them, it can help. And so, and and it's not to say that they have to become an expert in it, but to the degree they can be educated, then they can know a little bit better what they need. And then if they hire some, an outside vendor, they'll know better what expectations to put on them and how to manage them and, and, and what outcomes they should get from it. It's true with everything. And I always tell dentists when I'm working with them or helping or speaking to them, I say, look, you guys are all really smart. And I'd say the same thing to if it was a group of hygienists, like you guys are all really smart. If you'd chosen to go into finance, which is my kind of profession, you probably would be better at it than me, like all things considered, because you're smart people. You just, that hasn't been your focus. And so wherever those things are and dentists feel like, you know, I wish I knew more about this or I wish I understood this better. The focus of the DEO is to help fill those gaps so the dentist can get as educated as they want, but hopefully not, you know, jumping in and doing all of those tasks, but knowing how to lead and knowing how to drive the right outcomes. Does that make sense? That does make sense. And that's great because there's so much to know in dentistry, in life, but in dentistry, you're doing clinical and then all this business stuff and you love it all. But really, if you're doing dentistry, you really should probably focus on your patient, focus on clinical, focus on doing good work. That's ultimately what's going to make a good business, but you need all the other things as well and support for your managers and your administrative team and your assistants. And it helps the whole team, right? Yeah. That way the doctor's not in there spinning and office managers not spinning. They have support and they have resources and backup and time. I think time is kind of what you're helping with. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Can we shortcut the process in some way? and help get to those outcomes faster. Yeah, that's right. So is there anything else you want to share with us or where can we find your book and you? And 
Yeah, so the book is on Amazon and it's also in Audible format. So you can listen to the audio book. I mean, I, I use Audible. I, I shouldn't use that, right? But it, it, there are other audiobook platforms out there that it's on. So it's all those main channels. You can get the paperback, you can get Kindle, you can get a hard copy. And then uh, if you want to reach out to me, the best way to get me is on social. So on Facebook, I'm just Ken Kaufman. And on LinkedIn, Ken Kaufman, pretty easy to find, especially if you put in, you know, the word dental with my name and it's uh, Ken, K-E-N, and then Kaufman is K-A-U-F-M-A-N. That's easy. If you type in my name, you get some wrestler, like, like I have to put R-D-H after it or else I just use my name as like, I'm a professional wrestler. Yeah, not That's nice, nice and easy. Yeah. Oh, and I love the Audible too, because I drive a lot. And so listening to Audible, but then I like to have the paperback book or the book. I love books, but I like to have that as a backup too, especially, you know, some financial things and more business things. You kind of need to see that as well. So get both, everybody. We did a special little bonus in the Audible version where my daughter and I, between each chapter, so we had professionals read and do all of the content that you listen to. But between each chapter, we inserted a voiceover where like I asked her questions about how did you come up with this character of Julia? And then she pushes back and says, hey, this tool that Julia just used, like, why is this so important? And so we have a dialogue literally between each chapter, like a little interlude of five to eight minutes. And you get to hear our thought process about how we came up with the book and why we wrote it the way we did and some of the nuances that are there. We had professional voice artists do the actual reading of it. And it's mostly because the storyline has multiple characters. And so it's... Takes talent. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey's book, I listened to that. It's really good. But he's also, you know, an actor. So he could do all the voices and all the stuff. So, and it makes it more fun to listen to, too, if you have a good reader. That's a fun part of the book and a little extra for those who do the audible book that you wouldn't get, you know, from just. uh, Yeah, some of us are in the dental profession. A lot of us um, are writers as well. So that kind of even helps with the entrepreneurs and the authors out there getting some insight on how to write a good book like that. So I'm excited to read it. So I'll definitely be getting the audio book. Let me know what you think. I'm open to any and all feedback for sure. Well, thanks for um, joining us today. We'd love to have you back again in the future so we could follow up and see how AI is going and where we're at. It would be pretty interesting, a little scary, but remember the internet was scary. Everything's scary at first, right? The unknown. (laughs) Then how do I live without this? So That's right. I'll get that information over to you on the promo code and things. So if any of your listeners have interest, they can certainly avail themselves of that. Okay, great. Yeah, send that over and I will put it in the show notes as well. Great. And a very special thank you to Smile Makers. They are offering 20% off of any order by using code DAP20. That's right, 20% off any order. So DAP20, smilemakers.com. Check them out. For more information about today's guest and for previous episodes, head on over to rootyouon.com where you will find a plethora of episodes and all kinds of information that can help you keep your job away from the aliens. Good luck out.